Started yesterday's daf is daf chav beis. Today is chav gimel, and we'll do a review of yesterday's daf. Okay, today we have a mind before shleima too. Let's give who stays in my head. Yehudas basara, rachle basara, Yaakov Pinchas ben Chayita. Okay, those are Michal Aviva bas Yudis. Um, Amy Bastvora, I don't know, is Yuta here? Oh, there you are, Yuta, is everything okay? Came okay. Came okay. It was not okay last night. No, it was not okay. All right. Okay. Right. Okay. 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 So what did we learn yesterday? Um, so we started off with uh, Rab Abba in the name of Rav Hun, in the name of Rav. Three people sitting to be Mekayimashtar, to establish, to certify the signatures on the document. And uh, there was a question raised about one of the three judges that he's not, a, that he's not fit to be a judge. For, we'll see what reason. So uh, what we can do is, if they didn't sign yet, so then two out of the three can stand up and testify on behalf of their third, the third judge, and say that he is indeed fit. And then um, they can all three sign together. But if they signed already, it's too late. They're considered to have, have, to have at that point a vested interest. They're not completely impartial anymore. So that's the idea. So the question is, what kind of... Um, you know what? What exactly is being claimed about this third judge? If it's a question that he's a, a he was, he's a, a involved in some fraud, something like that, some theft, so then why why would their testimony even be acceptable? It's two versus two. There's a rule when there's two versus two. Then you know we don't know who to believe, and that certainly doesn't establish a, a, a you know validity of somebody. So, um, and if it's a question of Pagamash Bacha, then even if it's after they sign, it's just a matter of what we call a Gilui Milsa, meaning maybe it comes from a family of slaves, but we could just find that out, so that, you know, we don't, wouldn't need them. It's not really something that if they would testify after the signature would be a problem, because it's not really relying on their testimony as much as we need to, you know, we're just finding out facts. So, um, the Gemara explains uh, that um, it's... Uh, uh, that that uh, what's going on over here is that they're testifying. It was an era of theft. They claimed about him that he was a thief, um, and they are testifying that we know that he was a thief indeed. And they're not denying the first witness's testimony. They're just saying that we know for a fact that he did tshuva from that. He repented. He gave back all the stolen money, and he, you know, and therefore now he is um, uh, fit to judge, which is interesting. Anyway, Rabzera says I heard this from Rab Abba. Um, and if not for that, I would have forgotten it. Basically, three people sitting to be Mekam the Shtar, one of them dies, so they need to put somewhere, since only two will be able to sign, they would have to put in the line, Bemosa Tlasa Avina, we're sitting as three, the Chadle and one is no longer with us. So it's to establish that it was pro- done properly. So Rav Nachman Yitzchak says, and what if it writes just that it was in a best, then is that it itself would be enough, even if only two signed. So the Gemara says, Maybe it's a Bezdin Chatzof, uh, you know, the Mashmol Paskins, that, a, that a, two people who judge is actually a proper 
judgment, it's proper bezdin, it's just considered a bezdin chatzot. So the Gemara says, no, it was written that it was bezdin of Ravashi. It wouldn't be that type of a bezdin, that renegade type of court. So uh, maybe the, those rabbis hold like, Rav, uh, hold like Shmuel. No, it was said that the Ravashi was involved in the testimony. Uh, in the in the in the in the Bezdin, it clearly would not be. He would not. Uh, so that's basically we're talking about a well-respected Bezdin is not going to be um, renegade in that manner. So therefore, the two signatures would be sufficient. They don't need to say, "Oh, one one of us that's that is no longer here." It would be understood. Took us to the next thing. Also, a, a, an example of Pesha Asar Pesha Itir, a woman. Uh, says that I was uh, that I was married, but now I'm divorced and I'm and I'm single. Um, we believe her because the pesha aser or pesha hitir. Okay, if there are witnesses that she was a married woman and she's saying I'm actually divorced now, um, then she's not believed. If she says I was taken in captivity and I'm free and I'm tahor, then she'll be believed because it's pesha aser pesha hitir. But if we are edim that she was taken in captivity and she says I'm tahora, then we don't believe her. If it was after the she got married that the witnesses came, then she, um, then she would be allowed to remain married to that to the man. Okay, so um, the question is, Rav Asi wants to know what the whole idea of pesha or pesha hitir, um, where is it from the Torah? Where does it come from? So the Gemara says it's esbiti nasati leisha. It, um, so, um, so the, the when it says leish, that means to a man. We have no idea which man. So that's pesh uh, asar. And when he says hazeh, then it's uh, then it's pesh uh, hitter. Then we we down to find eliminate it to which person it is. So that's matir. So you see pesh asar pesh hitter. So the gemara says I don't need a pasuk to tell you pesh asar pesh hitter because that's the svara. It's basic logic. The, he was the one who says she's prohibited. He can be the one who says that she's permitted. So that's, that makes that, that you don't even need a source for that. What the purpose of this pasuk is for a different thing completely. Like Rafuna said, in the name of Rav, when a father that a father is first of all has a power and a believability to tell to make his daughter prohibited to all, because he could say as in a which basically means that he has the control and therefore he can make that happen. Um, what is Hazeh coming to teach us? It's coming to tell you that the parsha of Motzi Shemra, which is what it's talking about, the accusation that the husband accused her of not being a virgin, and the father coming and defending, um, that was um, that's the sto- that's the story. Um, so the, that it, that that accusation that the whole par- parsha only applies to the husband, not to the Yavam. That's why it says Vayish Hazeh. The husband, not the Yavam, if he makes a claim against the virgin that, that she wasn't really a virgin to her to his brother, that claim is thrown out you know, it's thrown out the window, it doesn't have any validity at all. Okay. The next thing we talked about, a woman says that I was married, and then she changed her mind. She says, No, I was never married. Single, never married. You said you're married now. So what kind of business? So the Gemara says we believe her. Um, why, how does that work? Didn't she make herself usher by saying that she's married? So it's what we call Shavia Nafsha Khatiha Disur. She took on a status of Isr. So the Gemara answers um, that we're talking about where she gave an excuse why she said that. She said that for a specific reason, and as long as it's a reasonable excuse, we'll accept it. 
story goes, the Bura Brisa, a woman, uh, uh, a woman said she's an Ashish, then she's changed her mind, she says, we um, say she's not believed unless she gives an explanation why she said so. And the story goes about this woman who uh, was a very, very desirable woman. A lot of people wanted to marry her. A lot of people were trying to make a shidduch with her, and she said she's married. And they left her alone. And then, sometime later, she went ahead and married somebody. How'd that work? So the, so, uh, so how'd you do that? So the answer is that originally, there were inappropriate people. So I, you know, I, I, I mean, I couldn't shake them. I couldn't shake them. They were, they were you know, so I, so I had to say something to get them out of my, you know, get them out of my hair. So that's why I said I'm married already, and they left me alone. And then I met some people who are fine, upstanding people that I'm willing to marry, and I accepted them, accepted it. Um, this halacha was established by Rav Acha Sarpira before the Chaman Usha, and explained this the same chiddush of if she provides an explanation, then it's acceptable. Question: Shmuel asked Rav. Is what if the uh, similar circumstance? The wife says that I was, um, that I was tummy, and then she changed her mind. She says, "No, actually, I'm tohar." So she's saying she was a nida, and then she thinks she's not a nida. Is that uh, what what story there? So on that, Rob said there too. Uh, she can explain, uh, give an excuse why she did so. Um, that would be believed. Shmuel made sure to learn this from Rav forty times to make sure that it's you know in his head well, but he never actually didn't rely on it personally um, when the case actually did occur to him. His wife one day said she was in need, he, he wanted to have relations, and she said she's in need so he didn't, and then the next day she says, actually I wasn't in need, I was just too weak, I didn't have strength uh, but um, he said listen, not gonna not, not until you go to mikvah not, uh, not taking chances next we saw um, two people say that the husband's dead, two people say that he's not dead, two people say that they're divorced, two people say that they're not divorced, so she's not allowed to get married, but if she did, so then she doesn't, then she can remain married. So Rabbi Nachman Yossi says, no, even if she got married, we'll make her get divorced from that man. Okay, we're not letting her stay married. So Rabbi Nachman Yossi says, How do, uh, when do I say that? That's only if the witnesses came and then she got married, meaning both sets of witnesses are already presenting the quandary and she got married. She had no business getting married. We'll tell her, get, you know, get divorced. But if she, if first set of witnesses who said that her husband's dead came first and then she got married and then came along the second set of witnesses, then she would be allowed to remain married. Okay, the point being is, is that when you already have the conflicting testimony, she has no business getting married. Okay, that's Shita of Rav, Nachem, Rav Menachem Rayosi. So the question is, why is this um, acceptable at all, even after the fact? Isn't it two versus two? And it should be Chayv and Hashem Talui. I mean, there, there's, a, there's a suffix over here. So the Gemara explains that we're talking about nobody who is married is, is in doubt. The man is one of the witnesses who saw the husband dead, so he's not. He has no doubt, and she, she's also certain that uh, she's like, if my husband was alive, he would have come. He's definitely not not alive anymore. So that was good enough for her. All right, Rabbi Yochanan said two people say uh, dead and two people say not dead. So he said she can't get married, but if she did get married, lo However. 
when it's two people said that they're divorced and two people said they're not divorced, so then she cannot get married. And if she does, she does She can't remain married. What's the difference? It sounds so similar. What's the difference that are divorced? So the same, not same practical difference that she's now free to marry or not. So Abai explains that the way it makes sense is that we're talking about one witness. Meaning, first came along one witness said that her husband's dead. And we have a rule like uh, that, that this is like Ula says that when one witness says dead, we have a, the Torah, we, we, the rabbis believe, and, it, um, and basically, him new Rabbanon, it's Kibetrei, it's like there's two people. When there's one witness afterwards saying not, so then he's one against two, and we disregard him. I, why not marry on the outside on the basis of that? Because, you know, we don't want people talking about it, it looks fishy, so therefore it's best not till we can get some, clar- some better clarity. Um, but um, that's like Ravasi says. But uh, what about the Seifa? So it's one witness says that the divorce, the other one says not divorced. So they're both saying that she was at one point in time married. So the we have two witnesses who are saying that she u- definitely used to be married. We have only one witness says that she's no longer married. So it's one against two. One against two is not believed. That's basically the idea, and that's why even if she gets married on the basis of this, we'll make her get divorced. Now, uh, that's how, that's the first take over here, bias take. Rava says, no, we're talking about two witnesses in each. And Rabbi Yochanan uh, heard Rabbi Nachman Yossi in the case of divorce and not in the case of death. Why? Because in death, she, 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 if he shows up, she can't deny that he's alive. Look, he's here to show he's here in the flesh. So, there's, so, you can't, you, so that's, that's the story with that. Um, but um, as opposed to um, um, but um, but by Gerishin, even if he shows up and says, you know, look, I'm here, I never gave a get, she'll say, you're lying. Of course you gave a get. Okay, so the Gemara says, can a woman tell the face to the face of a husband that she received a get when she didn't? I thought we have a rule that if she says to the face of the husband that I got a get, we believe her because there's no, the woman doesn't have the gall to do that. So the Gemara says, um, so the Gemara says that's true if she doesn't have Adam, but here there are Adam backing up her position, so she has no problem being uh, brazen. Okay, so that's why it's questionable. Um, um, Rav Asi offers a different thing. He says that um, actually um, the case is where the witnesses are saying that he died now, and uh, or she got divorced now. So when it comes to death, you don't know, necessarily have an ability to prove it. But when it comes to divorce, you know, it's very fishy that she doesn't have any evidence that she received a get. Well, I mean, it just happened. So that's why it's suspicious, and that's why we don't believe it. And that's the where we left off yesterday. I will take it.